is fresh. Right now we're talking social media with our lawyer friend. By the age of 30, you should have a lawyer you can call on speed dial. And Emma is our lawyer. We're talking about the Health Professional Council of SA's complaint about Tim Noakes' tweet. Emma, welcome. Good morning, Fresh. It's lovely to speak to you. I've just turned 30 and I don't think I can do any of those things. There's another seven things you ought to be able to do, Emma. So we'll uh, find out uh, in 20 minutes if you can. So, I, think I've, I think I've got the cocktail down, but the other stuff, there's not a chance. So you can't change a flat tire? Nope. So add heels, it gets worse then. <laughs> Luckily, damn... there are always very many gentlemen around to help you. Uh, I'm sure there are. Emma, uh, <laughs> Professor Tim Noakes uh, is in a bit of a uh, spot of a bother. Yeah, it's a very interesting story, actually. And it, it goes back quite a long way when Tim Noakes gave advice over Twitter to a mother who was um, planning on weaning her child. child. The baby had been breastfeeding, and she was seeking advice on the best diet to wean her child onto. And Tim Noakes replied to her on Twitter saying that he advises a low-carb, high-fat diet as opposed to, to sort of cereals. Now, I think that people have, have, have got it a little bit wrong because what the complaint relates to is not the nature of the advice, but, but the fact that, that Tim Noakes, as a health professional who falls under the, the Health Professions Council of South Africa, gave advice over Twitter to a patient that he hadn't consulted. Mm. Um, and it's even more extreme, I think, because it's unconventional advice. You know, I was chatting to a doctor friend of mine this morning, and he can say to all his friends via social media, whether it's on Facebook or Twitter, that they shouldn't smoke cigarettes. But much more controversial is, is advice like, you know, you should take an aspirin every day, which is not sort of settled medical advice. So what next? So what next? So it's the, the uh, council sat last week. Um, it's been postponed. The hearing's been postponed until the 23rd of November. But I think it's a very good timely reminder that standards um, expected of doctors do not change. You know, a doctor mm. is never off duty. Yeah. And I've been reading all sorts of interesting articles about the extent to which you should become friends with your doctor on social media. Should you be friends with your doctor on Facebook? Um, what about dispensing advice via Twitter? What about talking about patients? or matters that you're involved, the cases that you're involved in um, on Twitter, on Facebook. And I think we've all got friends who are in the profession who we've seen them sort of talk about uh, patients that they may have treated or uh, taking photographs. Um, and one of my colleagues is, is a doctor. And endlessly she opens up her Facebook and there's photographs taken from inside the surgery room, that kind of thing. So, mm. so I think we need to start having the chat. There have been very specific guidelines handed down by a lot of these councils overseas. In South Africa, of course, there are guidelines for these professionals, and it's really just a question of how those guidelines are interpreted. I'll give you an example of how, how difficult it can be. There was a woman in America who uploaded a photograph of her three-year-old son. They'd been to the, 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 uh, the, um, the pediatric specialist, mm. and her child had been misdiagnosed. So she took a photograph of her three-year-old son, uploaded it onto Facebook, and he had a, he had a swollen head. And there was a, cardi uh, a pediatric cardiologist who saw this picture and immediately identified the, the, the symptoms 
as um, as Kawasaki disease. Mm. And he, this this cardiac this uh, specialist, commented on the Facebook picture. Quickly take your child to the ER. This looks like Kawasaki disease. Um, and that was also, you know, that's actually giving medical advice to somebody who you haven't consulted with, where you don't have mm. a doctor-patient relationship. So, so I suppose in that instance, the means would certainly justify the end. Um, but it is a very big debate that I think we all need to start having. And legal advice uh, online, uh, that's a different uh, kettle of fish then. It's, ex- it's exactly the same, actually. All these professional codes, we've got to remember that they apply equally online. And you'll see a lot of um, lawyers on Twitter will say, tweets do not constitute legal advice. That's because of all the professional conduct codes that apply to these regulated professions. And we've got to remember that these industry regulations are absolutely crucial. Mm. And, you know, we think about the legal implications, we talk about the contractual obligations. You've got to remember your codes of conduct. And that is the lesson to all professionals wanting to despair. And a lot of the time you mean well, but, you know... Consult first is what Emma is saying. Find Emma Sandler on Twitter. Fresh at 5 on 5FM.